Thanks for tuning in to today's Horsewoman podcast. Our show explores women in the horse industry as they share their dreams, challenges, successes. What drives these women? Well, let's find out. Good morning. Today's guest is Elizabeth Micachero, and she's down in Folkestone, Georgia. And I've known Elizabeth a long time. She's a fabulous horsewoman with a lot to offer, and I'm so excited. She's also going to be coming up to our expo to do some demo clinics. So, Elizabeth, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into horses. Hey, good morning. Um, a little bit about me. Um, I got into horses because my mom signed me up for a summer camp. Uh, at Camp Canada, right there in Wake Forest, North Carolina, when I was five years old. Um, and that quickly led to um, weekly lessons as soon as that camp ended. Um, and I was, I was hooked from an early age. Um, and I, I grew up riding in, in a group lesson type of setting um, until about the age of 12, and I started competing um, in the local hunter circuit as well as the, the sea shows and A-rated shows. Um, my childhood horse, um, Abby, is uh, a registered Appaloosa, so I also competed um, in the Appaloosa, on the Appaloosa circuit as well, uh, in the hunters. And, um, and it just kind of grew and blossomed from there into getting another horse that I veered off into the jumper world um, and did that through my teens. Um, and it, it, you know, it just went from one thing after another. Um, I went to NC State University and, and got a degree in livestock and poultry business management, um, and with a, uh, a focus in equine business management. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's how, that's how I got started. Well, it sounds like you've spent a lot of time educating yourself, not only about how to ride and, and do horses, but also how to manage your business. That's very smart. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I'm still learning every day. It never ends, and the market is, the industry is always growing and changing, and there's always it's stuff to learn. I'm always surprised at how many jobs are out there in the equine industry overall. I mean, if you want to be part of it, there's a million ways. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more with that, and um, it's kind of my my motto as, a, as an instructor and coach nowadays is, is find where you fit, um, yeah. whether that's in hunters or barrel racing or equine body work and dog work, uh, uh, equine dentistry. I mean, there's just tons of ways to be involved in the industry, and it doesn't have to be in a, in a show barn setting. So, Of all the stuff you've done, what's your favorite discipline, do you think? Um, I would say at heart, I am, I'm a hunter at, at heart. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite, favorite industry. Um, I, I believe that there's a lot of politics and it's, it's a tough industry to be in. Um, but I think at heart, I'm just, a, an, an old hunter jumper. <laughs> well, that's, that's a good thing. I know you, the, you ride so beautifully. I'm sure that the part about the precision and the, the procedure intrigues you, and you're very, very good at it, and that always shines through. Thank you. Yeah, I, um, I like equitation. I like um, proper riding form because uh, not only does it make everything look and come together, it's, um, it's, it's a key factor in finding the balance with your, you know, creating a balanced force and being 
I know you've ridden a lot of different breeds. Do you have a favorite breed? Oh. Uh. The Appaloosa is my favorite breed, and it is not—it's—it's uh, it's not everybody's favorite for sure. But it has—it has become mine. Uh, my second favorite would be um, the American Quarter Horse because of how versatile um, they are. And um, and then thirdly, I'd probably say the Appendix. Right. Um, so that's those. Those would be my top three. Very good. Very good. Well, now tell me a little bit about what you do now. Um, so, in 2019, I started um, EM Equine Service, and um, it started off as I was just working as a as a head trainer and coach um, at a place called St. Simon Island Equestrian Center in St. Simon Island, Georgia, um, and so I was uh, subcontracted as their trainer. Um, and I began, um, you know, just teaching riding lessons, hunters and jumpers, etc., and then taking on some client training horses, um, doing some thoroughbred restarts, uh, small track restarts, um, as well as uh, a handful of warm bloods and a couple of, uh, I did a paint horse and a quarter horse as well. And anywho, I, I just, you know, kind of took off, took rolling more there with, having my own business and not working for someone, uh, collecting a paycheck that way. Um, and I eventually in 2020, was it? Yeah, 2020, I branched off on my own and we bought our own, my husband and I bought our own facilities. Um, and I built a barn and an arena and put in a round pen and put in stalls and paddocks and all of that good stuff. And, um, and now this is where I, I currently live and work. Hey y'all, this is Lonnie from Mule City Specialty Feeds located in Benson, North Carolina. It's almost springtime. Is your horse blooming? Does your horse have a shiny coat and healthy hooves? How much extra time and money are you spending mixing supplements in the feed room when you could be enjoying your horse in the arena or out on the trail? Then look no further. Mule City Specialty Feeds has a line of equine feeds that delivers maximum nutrition from your performance horse to your weekend trail horse. Our line of Maximum Nutrition Equine Feeds offers five different complete balanced formulas that will take you out of the feed room and into the saddle. In addition to equine feeds, we also offer complete feeds for your barnyard pets and livestock. For more details, visit our website at mulecity.com, follow us on Facebook, or give us a call at 1-800-587-9229. And don't forget, Mule City delivers. Where I uh, I teach riding lessons. I have a summer camp program, um, and summer of 2021, um, it kind of fell into my lap to start a trail riding business, which is something that I, I never saw myself doing. Um, however, it's been a lot of fun, um, and I do I specialize in date night rides, um, and I do a I do a steak dinner date night ride, and then I just do a, a a regular state night ride where they get uh, they get to do a three mile ride. The, the couple does. They show up here at the farm. They hop on their horses. They ride down to the St. Mary's River here uh, that splits the, the Florida Georgia line. Um, and I have a table set up for two with uh, cheese crackers, uh, wine if they choose, 
um, and some little fruits and snacks, and they get to, you know, chat and have a date and sit and then hop back on the horses, and we ride back to the farm. And it's really fun and easy, um, and it's been it's been a great source of income, believe it or not. So I, um, I'm, I'm enjoying trying something new in, a, in this industry that I, I didn't foresee myself doing. That is so creative and innovative, and it sounds like so much fun. I would love to do that myself. I could see why it would be a great niche. And that part of Georgia is so beautiful and, and so peaceful and, and almost um, untamed by folks because it's not so crowded and highly populated. It's just beautiful. It is. Yeah, we have all of the Spanish moss hanging in all the trees, and uh, we're, we're just a few miles from the Okefenokee Swamp. Um, it's just, it's just a beautiful area. It's a nice area to ride. And, um, For sure. I love it. And, you know, people heading down to Florida on a vacation, it's the perfect place to stop and spend the night in town and do one of these rides with you. I mean, that's just such a great niche. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I've had, I've had one, uh, one customer that they were coming through from New York down into, I believe they were going somewhere in Central Florida, and they had an RV and, you know, they, they did traveling, and uh, they stopped in, found me, and did a trail ride with me, did a date ride, and uh, and they'll be coming back through, I guess, here comes springtime to go back up north, and they're going to stop back in and ride again. So I I would love to be a bit of a destination spot um, for, for the travelers coming from north to south to stop in for a ride, and there's plenty of RV parks around us, golly, there's endless RV parks for people to come and stay. Right. Now, in your lesson program, what, what age ranges do you teach? So I have, a, I have an intro lesson program that I start as, uh, as young as two. Um, so if they can, pretty much they can sit up in the saddle, they can start in the intro program. And that is, it's about a 30-minute lesson. They show up and the kids get some brushes, they get some brushes, pet the ponies and get some treats. And then uh, we hop them on um, either a little... Um, you know, I have like a toddler-sized Western saddle or a toddler-sized lead line English saddle. <laughs> and they do, they get to do fun things like um, hands in the air and hands out to the side. <laughs> yeah. They play some games where they have to pass a ring uh, from one hand to the other hand and then place it on a cone on top of a, a fence pole as we ride around. And so it starts um, as early as two, them learning balance and coordination and, and um comfortability moving around in the pack without feeling like you're going to weeble wobble and fall right off. And it's, it's really, it's really great. I've had a couple kids that started in the four-year-old range and started with those intro lessons and are now in the beginner lessons program. Um, you know, and they, they walk trot canter and jump over little poles and they're just, you know, just turn six. So it's really, it's really been fun to watch the kids start from the intro and be able to move forward into the beginner program. That's really cool. And then you have uh, older riders, too? I do. My oldest client or student is, um, is 75. He started riding 50-something years ago as a kid, um, or maybe even earlier than that, and then um, quit riding, you know, when she started getting pregnant and having babies and, and all, and, and now has decided to pick back up again. Um, and she is, she is just a joy. You know, we spend half our lesson time just laughing and catching up. And, uh, and then we do, you know, we do our, we work on our posting trot and we take a lot of walk breaks and that's okay. 
That's good. That's really nice. You know, horses truly do have something for everybody. They sure do. And we have such a really neat range here, everything ranging from, uh, you know, a yearling colt to a 30-year-old seasoned lesson and show horse. And so I have, I have something for lots of different calibers and, and interests of riders, whatever their, you know, their interest and desire and caliber is. It's, it's really nice to be able to offer a little something unique for each, each kind of rider. Absolutely. So what's, what are you doing, going to do for expanding your business? You know, what's left on your bucket list to achieve? Well, um, so left on my bucket list to achieve and learn is um, moving forward into um, reining, cutting, and a reined cow horse. That is, um, that's my next step. So I just bought, um, back in early December, I bought myself a yearling colt, um, uh, and my plan for him is to start him as a reined cow horse um, and a, a reiner, which, to be perfectly honest, I have very little knowledge about, um, but I, I find it fascinating and exciting, and uh, so my, my bucket list is to um, learn how to become an amateur reiner. <laughs> cool. And, uh, and, and do that with, with my new young horse and, um, and see where that takes me, I suppose. Um, and then business-wise, because uh, that's just a personal riding goal, and then business-wise, um, 2022, we are uh, reconfiguring our, our, our farm, um, just putting in uh, different pins and paddocks and runs and so that we can expand and house more horses here on our, on our farm, um, uh, for lack of better words, economically and utilize our space um, to the utmost um, and put in a larger 200 by 300 jump arena um, along with, you know, still having the, the round pen and the small arena that we have so that uh, my farm can be more of a, a working and training facility um, more so than it is currently. Nice. Now, there's a lot of women that are coming into our industry, young women especially, what kind of advice would you give a young woman about how to be successful and leave her mark on the horse industry? Um, this is this is my favorite. My my advice to a young woman coming into the equine industry would be to find her place. Um, you know, hard work, dedication, determination, all that stuff is wonderful and great and pays off. But if you're not in if you're, if you're not in the niche that you want to be in, um, all of that is kind of for nothing. So don't, um, my advice is, is try a whole lot of different avenues. Um, you know, ride at the barrel barn, ride at the hunter barn, ride at the dressop barn, <laughs> go to the trail riding barn, um, you know, uh, spend a summer following, uh, riding, doing ride-alongs with a farrier. You know, do as much as you possibly can in this industry to grow your knowledge um, as, as vastly as possible um, so that you can find what really fits for you, for your personality and for your abilities and skills and run with that. Sounds like very good advice. Yeah. Is there anything else that but you'd I, like to tell our listeners? Um, I, I look forward to doing uh, my, my first demo at the Southeastern um, Everything 
Equine Expo, and I'm really excited to be able to be a part of that. Um, maybe I'll get to meet someone there. That would be fun. That sounds and, great. And other than that, like, thank you so much, Rose, for, for asking me to do a podcast. Um, definitely my first time, and I hope I did okay. You did great. Hey, everyone. I'm Elizabeth Micachero, owner, founder, and head coach at EM Equine Services. I've been teaching, training, and coaching for over 15 years. Over this course of this time, I've gained some perspective in teaching brand-new beginners as well as helping seasoned riders become stronger and more proper in their seat and body. I'm inviting anyone who has a lesson program of any caliber to come watch the demo. Whether you teach barrels, ranch riding, training, hunters, or dressage, this demo is for you. I will be doing a mock lesson with two different degrees of riders. The lesson will be primarily on the lunge line, focusing on learning balance and gaining coordination. Separation of the top and bottom half of the rider's body. Exercises will demo at a walk, trot, and canter. The rider will do a certain number of exercises with their arms to begin. Then we will step it up a notch and give them something to hold. I like a weighted bucket of sorts. They will then do a number of exercises with this said prop. The goal is to teach riders better body and leg control while being able to move their arms. So ideally, they can have separate rein and body movements. We all know that the leg, feet, and hand need to be able to work like three separate entities to be a real effective rider. So these exercises will help tremendously. I encourage everyone to come watch on Friday, February the 25th at the Everything Equine Expo. This will be part one of a two-part demo series. Part one will cover the basics for younger or more inexperienced riders, and part two will cover more intermediate to advanced level, levels of riders. I hope that as a fellow instructor and coach, you may find this demo useful enough to implement into your own program. I look forward to seeing you all there at the Everything Equine Expo in Lumberton, North Carolina. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Our souls wander in similar places, Even though we may not know each other, we touch the same wind, we walk under the same sky, and our hearts wander in the same dreams. We are one, women just like you and me. Thank you for listening.